Everyone's going to find out my true hair color soon if I don't, uh, if I oh, can't yeah. get to a barber. Respectful six feet away. I'm Meredith, the MVH Van Harn, and welcome to This Show Has Everything. Joining me today from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room in Manchac, Texas. Good afternoon, Mike. Hola, Madrid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, call back. <laughs> and in the Allentown neighborhood of Buffalo, New York, it's Bobby Pape. Hi, Bobby. Good afternoon, Meredith. <laughs> And finally, from the Middle-Aged Momish Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary H. Baum Livingston Butler. Hey, Hillary. Hi. Good morning. It's still morning here. We're, yep. we're like splitting. Oh, yeah. We're splitting the times up. We're yeah. straddling well, morning, the time good zones. Good evening. Good night. <laughs> Whatever. What is time anymore? Podcasts are timeless. The world is timeless. <laughs> I, know. I don't know what day it is. Somet- it doesn't matter. Sometimes I go to bed at nine. Sometimes I go to bed at like three. Like it, I yeah. don't really know. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> I am struggling with that. In college, I would stay up especially freshman year, I stay up all night and then sleep like the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. And I am fighting so hard to not fall back into that schedule I know. now. I know. I know. Well, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Well, it's just like college, except I was supposed to be going to class then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is day, I don't know, 6,042 oh, of Jesus. quarantine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somehow we've still found some things we're excited to talk to you guys about, including, but not limited to, Hillary's punching bag bobby's face which i hope is unrelated to hillary's thing (laughs) Um, i don't know about that they're both fresh and smooth right now (laughs) um we're gonna go over my hot take on the idiots protesting here in michigan and mike got sick i did i need to hear about this i actually got sick too but it wasn't covid um thankfully i've i've spent the last i don't know three days and today is the first day where I feel like a human, but the last three days I've just been feeling that, like I'm about to throw uh, up. <laughs> you know, oh, that's worse. Horror, it's worse. Like I've just been yeah. so nauseous. I haven't had any other symptoms. Just really, really, really nauseated. I couldn't eat anything. I was just like kind of lying in bed, just like wanting to die. And honestly, I was dreading doing this show because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do a show while I feel like such hot garbage. But look, luckily, I woke up this morning feeling much better. So you're professional. Awesome. about that. Yeah. That's right. Good. Um, So today on the show, we're going to, of course, cover our small talk, our medium talk. We're going to do our shameless Amazon plug, Tishi Recommends. We're going to thoroughly clean and sanitize our pod house and finally let you know how you can get involved with the show. So let's move on to small talk. Hillary, what's up with your punching bag? (laughs) Well, as uh, how is Dave? (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's fine give me a break you know everybody's like poor dave like he lives this tortured life he dave does. is fine dave is fine he did just take he did just take my children somewhere i don't know i was like get them out you of the don't house. care <laughs> i don't care i really right. truly don't but dave was fine but so okay two weeks ago i went down to new Braunfels to get uh this punching bag from dick's sporting goods um, and then I like, I, I needed Dave to put it together. Like I, I'm not like a little lady that can't do things, but there are some things I just don't want to do that. One of that, in, those things includes like putting shit together. 
So Dave did it finally after me, you know, being like, can you do it? Can you do it? And then one day he did say to me, I'll try to get it done, which made me like fly into a rage. Mm. I was like, just say no. <laughs> like, I'll put it together. Just say no. And he was like, oh, I don't God. have time to do I know. Listen. We've been together like for the punching bag thing was a joke, but it's turning <laughs> out to be very real. <laughs> well, <in this> yeah. <laughs> but he did last Saturday. He put it together, and it's really good. Though I have a sneaking suspicion that it was um, previously, you know, it was returned because there are like some things that are a little bit used on it. <laughs> whatever beggars can't be choosers at yeah. this point. There's some electrical tape over half <laughs> of the bag. Kinda, but um, like one of the zippers is missing. It's fine. Um, I really have liked it. I've used it a couple, like three times. Um, there was a like a um, gym that I went to, and they are doing online classes, which is kind of weird because you you know when you're actually in the place, you feed off of like the instructor or just like the energy around you. And this is just like me Mm -hmm. alone in my garage, punching a bag. And, um, I told Bobby this, the bags in my gym are 130 pounds. This bag is 80 pounds. It's the heaviest one I could find that was like easily accessible. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not that strong, but when I punch it, it like kind of flies and I'm like, okay, so like I can't quite like hit it with all of my intensity. And I suggested that you hang one of your children off the other side. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) I mean, you know, Bridget is like what? 55 pounds or so. Yeah. that, that, yeah, that that's that's good. That's about uh, right. So I've been getting constant emails from Planet Fitness trying to get me to do like online stuff. Work in with these different people. Would you care to guess the latest celebrity who's doing a quote unquote work in with uh, Planet Fitness? Give it. Give mm. us a hint. Uh, okay, I love a guessing a game. Uh, I'm gonna I'll pull up some IMDb or something so I can do this uh, authoritatively. Uh, See, I always think of this person first. Of, no, that'll give it away. That's too easy. Uh, TV uh, was in Stand By Me. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just wow, was nice. trying to avoid saying sliders. The no, TV he's, also, he's also a really big Real Housewives fan. So I feel like Jerry oh, O'Connell. Oh, so you're kindred spirits. Yeah. Yes. He also had a starring That's role cute. in Piranha 3D. Hey. Anyway, yeah, we, we apparently can work out with Jerry O'Connell now. <laughs> Guys, I just I, I just had an idea. Jerry O'Connell can can champion this for us. Okay? I just had an okay. idea. Ready. Um th- Ready. this is a, a virtual <laughs> virtual gym in COVID times. Uh and also I mean this might last well beyond because I think a lot of us are done being around people. Uh I've been done being around people for a long time. Y'all are just catching on to it. But um I was thinking Escape from L.A. Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been doing yoga from home in my bedroom, and it's actually fine. Um, they do live classes, and then you can watch them later if you yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, the only nice thing about I like being in the studio, and I like not having to – like keep the cats out because they'll like claw at the door and try to get underneath the door and cry the whole time. So I'll either let them in or just deal with it. Yeah. So that's annoying because you can't like, you know, I'm trying to like learn how to do a handstand and then I land so, on a cat, you know, it's like, it's kind of it's a like goat yoga, issue. but you're climbing on top of the cats. To yeah. Kind of. Um, so I, I, it, it's okay. Um, but the only nice thing about it is you don't really have to wear appropriate clothing. Totally. You know? yeah. Oh, right. So yeah. that's, that's kind of fun. Oh, breaking news. I could have also done one with Jerry Harris from Cheer. Oh, I love Jerry. So maybe next time. <clears throat> we'll see who they get next. Are they just working through the Jerry's? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. They're in the Jerry's. It's Jerry week. 
Maybe look oh, at Michael Jeffrey kick? Jordan. Yeah, wow. He's big right now. There's Jerry nothing Rogers. else happening on TV now, apparently, than either Tiger King or the Michael Jordan or the, the Bulls documentary. There's just nothing else happening. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other things happening, but that's like in your world. But yes. What else is happening? Have you guys looked at the um, Mrs. America? That's what I was going to say. Mrs. America is okay. So I just started it yesterday. I watched the first episode. Yeah, that's the only one that I've seen. Have you? What did you think of it? I'm really curious your thoughts. I um, quick side note. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, I um, it's so hard because I get like distracted when people are good actors. So then I'm like, okay, you really need to focus on the story a little bit because Kate Blanchett is such a good actress. Um, but I get really weirded out because Phyllis Schlafly is a terrible person. Yes. And it's making me like be sympathetic to her. And I don't want to be because she's it's a garbage not, person. It is not making me, it's making me even more well, angry at her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> because like she's f- actively fighting against her own best totally. interests. Well, but then <laughs> and it but, just makes that more clear. Uh, who well, would ever what, do that these days? <laughs> well, true. And, and what she does do, um, I think it's like she uses, um, she recognizes like an entry point into politics. Like you know what I mean? Because in the beginning, she's supposed to be about like nuclear you know our nuclear oh, positioning yeah yeah um and then all of a sudden she's like oh the the era and it's so cr- i mean i'm interested because it's so crazy how close it got to be to being an amendment and then mm-hmm. it just like she she's just dismantled it. it yeah yeah um i think it was like one state away or, or something like that like even republicans were like yeah i mean sure yeah might as well um anyway i i'm gonna keep watching it i like the you know early 70s um kind of costuming and they do a really yeah. good job of that so, the sets and the clothing yeah. and everything is yeah. really great and i like that they focus on like shirley chisholm apparently it's like mm-hmm. it's not all about her it's just kind of about this time more um i mean obviously she being um phyllis shafley slash kate blanchett being the kind of focal point of it but um but then they focus on shirley chisholm and and um just like all the feminists at the time like betty Friedan yeah. and all of them so anyway i'll be interested to to see gloria steinem what, uh, platform um, is this one? Uh, it's uh, Hulu. Hulu. Uh, I don't have it. Yeah. Um, we, but can, uh, we can. No, actually, a, I think I do have. <laughs> I have so many of these things or don't uh, have so many of these do. things. On which device? I don't know. I just, <laughs> it's crazy. Also home of a new uh, work-in with the hologram of Jerry Orbach coming next week. Oh, <laughs> mm. oh, I love Jerry I Orbach. Yeah. I'd uh, I'd sweat to the oldies with Jerry Orbach. <laughs> the ghost of Jerry Orbach? Yeah. Oh, um, sweating to the oldies with the ghost of Jerry Orbach is probably too long to be the show title, isn't oh, it? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of sweating, do you want to tell us what happened to your face, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> well, I found it. That's what happened to my face. I, I unearthed it. Um, so uh, I, I've had a beard for... I had a beard for over a decade. You and Sam are getting divorced? I, this is the first time. Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, Gay jokes, everybody. Hey. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm advanced. Uh, I started watching, uh, rather, I started growing my beard in 2009. I specifically remember when it was. I was working at WNED, the public television radio station in Buffalo. I only worked there for about six months, and I, I had gone... I think back home for a long weekend and I had just come back and went straight to the office and I hadn't had a chance to shave and I had, you know, just a little bit more than stubble. 
uh, and somebody said to me, hey, are you growing a beard? And I said, uh, yeah, if that's an excuse for not shaving. <laughs> and I never looked back. <laughs> that was, uh, that was uh, 11-ish years ago. Um, and uh, since quarantine started, I had just let it go. I figured, why not? We'll just see how much of a mess this thing can get. And so my beard had been getting progressively uh, bigger and grosser because... My beard is not a great beard when I have it. It's pretty good. It's grown in fairly well through the years, but it's still not. It's not thunderous in the way you want it to be. It's not Dave level. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Uh, Dave looks like a lion right now. It is like <laughs> I told him it was getting a little too close to his eye line. Like I was like, okay, I need to like. <laughs> it's going to obscure his vision at some point. Gregory like- usually has a beard, like a pretty close cut beard but it doesn't hurt like that's my qualification it's like yeah. it can't be so yeah. short that it's stubble and it hurts yes. me yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, a sweet spot. but yeah so for 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 mask wearing requirements mm. he was like me i should probably shave this so that the mask will fit better and so he did and he a couple days afterwards he was like what do you think should i keep shaving it i was like kind of like the beard. Just it. It's fine. Just stop shaving. Yeah, <laughs> There's just no. a lot of yeah. face. He looks like a he looks like a baby when he shaves well, his face. This happened to uh, Emily and I after we got married. No, maybe it was before we got married. Anyway, I had shaved my head. I had started shaving my head in in prison just because I couldn't afford haircuts. Uh, you know, when it, when I first got in, uh, I didn't have a, you know, I was in county jail. And so you just collected razors until you could try to cut your hair. And eventually I just collected enough razors where I just shaved my head and kept it shaved. And, and I had it shaved all the way through after meeting Emily. And then, then she, she could see that I have a real hairline that, I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't shaving it because I was bald. <clears throat> so she said, you know, grow it out. Let's go. Let's see what it, and I was like, you're not going to like it. <laughs> all the all the guys in my family have like wispy hair, which... Hasn't she heard you have a full head of terrible I hair? I have a full head of terrible... <laughs> this is long before I ever said that. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and we're, we're all fine. And my dad keeps it pretty tight because he goes to the barber a lot. But um, there's just like a three-day window after a haircut for the guys in my family where we look nice and decent and handsome and that's great. And then it starts to get wispy and it starts to go this and that. And the only way to solve it is to look like fucking Pat Riley. You know, you got to <laughs> layer, you know, just scoop in a bunch of shit to make it With do what gel. you want. Yeah. And then you got to pay attention to cuz you got to got to comb out the the gel and then i mean it's just really... you're not getting a lot of sympathy from me but i know what you're saying. <laughs> okay. so yeah exactly i knew i had awful hair and i was like all right well here we go and i grew it out and uh grew it uh what we have here is like I, there's like the between two and four weeks after i get my head shaved uh she calls it like the handsome period <laughs> where there's like a shadow of hair on top of my head i don't look like a bald freak and i don't look like you know a cotton swab so <laughs> there is a sweet spot for every haircut especially for guys yeah oh, really just because it's short oh, yeah. totally yeah. and you, re- yeah. you don't realize it until long after you've gone out with bad haircuts for a long time but you'll figure it out it took so, me 30 years to find my haircut it does. there are pictures from even from early in my relationship with sam where i look at my hair and i just wonder what the fuck I yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it takes time guys i mean gregory would get a, like a high and tight fade oh and so would dave he would come Ooh. back looking like a white supremacist <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay so my stylist 
does a lot of men's haircuts. So I was like, come with me to see her. She will fix you up. And then now he looks yeah. like Ryan Phillippe instead. So mm. I'm very... Oh, I can totally see that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, We should add to the Tickler file. We could do a whole show on sports executive and ownership haircuts. We'll call it from, from Pat Riley to Mark Davis. <laughs> oh, Mark um, Davis. We could rank them. <laughs> that is a rough haircut. Oh, someone needs to go to jail for that. If he doesn't do it, it's, if that's not a Floby job, and why isn't Floby back in these times? Right. Um, it sucks while it cuts. <laughs> yeah, it does suck. You got that right. It sucks and it cuts. It certainly does suck. <laughs> My friend Ben let his, I don't know, seven-year-old daughter cut his hair. Oh, no. <laughs> with a razor the other day. Oh. No. <laughs> or with like a clippers. It was hilarious. He put it, he videotaped it and put it on facebook I mean, you have like to. wow yeah there, well, there's mean, gonna be a lot of that going on in the next few weeks because mm-hmm. everyone's right. coming due why not right i mean sure um, one of our uh neighbors I, so i posted headshots uh to to social media to facebook and instagram i'm rl pape on instagram by the way if anyone if you don't think i post enough bullshit nonsense pictures on facebook if you're friends with me <laughs> go to instagram where i post even more of my camera roll of all the random crap i take pictures of every day I posted sort of, you know, straight on in profiles of my beard and then post beard. Uh, and one of my neighbors said, is this the sign of the end of COVID? And I said, no, this is the sign of me realizing I'm going to have enough time at home to grow this grow back out. Back. Yeah. Really. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just do it. Nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters. Kudos to oh. you for, for posting. Because well, it takes courage. I mean, I accidentally yeah. shaved my... Uh, shave my beard i think bobby you might have even been down in texas when it happened or it was right around that time i was like uh in a lot of pain i was super skinny and i was about to lose my second leg and and i was uh taking some uh some medicine let's just say uh for for my pain and and i forgot to put the guard on my uh on my beard trimmer and I think we and once I you go in deep once. Oh, yeah. you just have to go all out. Don't you? <laughs> yeah, because you you oh. start down the right side and you you go, oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is I happening. guess I get to see what my face looks like. You know? <laughs> that's that's the closest I've come to shaving is occasion accidentally giving myself the stubble trim a couple of times. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, but it's still different because you know I I shave or I trimmed my beard first because you have to. And I actually, I have yeah. another picture, maybe to the highest bidder, of just the mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I trimmed, I, you know, I trimmed everything else down to stubble and I left the full mustache, but just trimmed it up a little bit over my lip. And I said that was going to be my, my queen cover band. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, fat. that's our Patreon material. You got to save that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to call them fat bottom chins. Because it was bad. <laughs> if you want to do that, Bobby, I will do, or I'll, I'll recreate one thing I did and never took a picture of, but to, made myself laugh. Uh, often when I look in the mirror, I laugh if I don't, if I'm not crying. <laughs> but I shaved the the Terry Bradshaw bald, huge bald around <laughs> as I was shaving oh, wow. my head. So I had like a bushy, you know the bushy sides and the completely bald top is that like a bozo the clown like uh, the sports analogy doesn't work for me is that like bozo the clown bald on the top yeah and, yeah yeah okay. just just like prior tuck, like prior tuck kind of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. my dad had that naturally until he got a toupee oh <laughs> i know so well i just if you hadn't seen it yet i put the picture in in slack for those of you who are that's amazing 
<laughs> you look like a very distinguished man from 1987. Oh. Yeah. The, the worst part is it's coming back so fast that if I if I sculpted it just a little bit, I and I, you know, was gay, I could probably pull off. And that's what Sam said too. She was like, "I hate to say it, but you could probably make that work." And I was like, I'd really rather not. <laughs> if you had to. <laughs> it, it's all right, but you do kind of look like the guy on Mad Men who always thinks he's going to get fired. Oh, Harry. Oh, yeah, Harry yeah. Crane. Yeah. 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 And he uh, should be fired, frankly. All he does is watch TV. Um, <laughs> but well, the, if that's the a requirement, con- then I'd be fired all the time, too, because the TV's on all day while I'm working over here. <laughs> the biggest concern I've had since shaving is, you know, I posted these pictures, and more people than I thought seem to like it. Other than the fact that the other reason I grew the beard when I was, you know, a child was because it made me look 10 years older automatically, which I liked. And now it makes me look 10 years younger shaving it, which people mm-hmm. seem to think is a good thing. You're like, uh, but I'm old. I like to right. be old. I mm-hmm. like being old. Well, <laughs> There's got... an inflection point at some point. <laughs> yeah. You've got cute hair. I'll, yep. I'll just say that. Yeah. When a girl's got cute hair, you just got to say she's got cute hair. <laughs> so just to, just to wrap up the story, I grew my hair out, um, got a nice haircut, got the good reviews, took some pictures at some point, I think, of, 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 of looking sharp. And then like a week or two later, you know, because I think at the point, I'm remembering now, Emily and I were not living together yet. It was, this was before I moved down to Texas. So I was like taking pictures every day of the hair because, um, you know, I wanted her to see how handsome I was. And then at some point she said like, <laughs> uh, you can, uh, <clears throat> you can uh, take that down. <laughs> you can return return to normal yeah shave it yeah. so start it all over again yeah yeah a friend of mine said that her her significant other does this once in a while he he uh he cleans the palate you know he starts over yeah hmm. just just to give it a fresh grow i sure. guess uh it's like cutting know. down your 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 tree, you know, cause it's going to come back with more lemons or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, here's, she writes, uh, TJ does this from time to time and I call it the face reset. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do. I, you know, the one thing about getting older that I like is that I have a hairstyle now, which is not really a hairstyle. It just is. I have long hair and that's it. Like I can't, the like I remember being like a teen, early twenties and be like, I'm going to try a new haircut. Like I would model it after, Sarah Jessica Parker in Sex and the City or something like that. And it, oh, like you just are like, that's cute. I'm going to do that. Yes. Without thinking of whether it will we'll look on yeah, your hair right. or your face. Your color. I spent most of my life <laughs> yep. doing that. Your bone no. structure. You know, it's no, like, I, um, well, I mean, soon I'm going to be a d- very, 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 very dark blonde, but <laughs> I'm, I'm still holding on to that blonde. But I look best with blonde, long hair. That's it. Like that's the, that is it. I, if you see pictures of me with short brown hair or short blonde hair, I look like, Sideshow Bob. Like, it's too much. I just look like a clown. It's not a cute look. I did a pixie cut once. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was brave something. move. It was, it was, <laughs> I was too dumb to know it was brave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what youth is. Too dumb yep. to know things. Yeah, I think it was like 18. Brave. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um. So <laughs> I wanted to briefly touch on, um, the, as I'm sure you guys have all heard, the the ridiculous protests. Um, Speaking of that being too dumb Lansing. to know what you're doing, <laughs> yeah, a couple of days ago, um, Lansing is a couple hours from here. It's the capital of Michigan. It's where the governor's mansion is and all that stuff. And so, a bunch of geniuses from rural Michigan, and I am not 
exaggerating. They're all from rural Michigan. And rural Michigan is just as hick as rural Texas, yeah. um, if not more. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's even more confusing because we are in Michigan. <laughs> Last I checked, it's pretty north. And there were people there with Confederate flags. It's so weird. It's, I mean, I, like, I, I don't get it, but like, I, I get how it moves there, but it's well, so weird. I heard, uh, I heard someone on a podcast this week, um, who, who said that, uh, the Confederate flags probably appeared at the rally because there were some, some guys who forgot to bring signs and they looked around and saw all oh, the yeah. guys with signs. Oh, I've got this in my pickup truck. Yeah. So, so they went back out it. to the car and like, uh, let's see emergency <laughs> yeah. kit. Oh, uh, spare tire. Oh, there it is. Okay. Let's... Oh yeah. My Confederate yeah. flag. There were a lot of Trump Pence signs yeah. too. Um, and it's, it's, um, so it was an open carry, you know, people walking around with machine guns, um, a, a hilarious amount of, in case they, they see signs. a virus, they need to, you know, shoot. Some of them were wearing masks, which was just unbevable. <laughs> um, and and it's especially you have a gun insulting. and a mask. Uh, I I think I that's, you could arrest somebody for that. They right? they seem to think that they can shoot this virus or something. Like I don't I don't get <laughs> I don't get what they're what they're after. And it's Come especially and insulting it, because we're having a huge huge problem with it here, and especially in Detroit. Mm. And um, I mean, just demographically, I'm gonna just go out on a limb and say none of these guys were from Detroit, and they were all guys. Um, so it's all a bunch of hick white guys. Um, and it's tragic. I mean, I, I work at a hospital and it's been extremely intense for everybody. Um, I'm not in patient care, but, um, I work with doctors all the time and they're all just beside themselves. You know, everybody is kind of, um, walking on eggshells and, and, and kind of feeling like they're close to the edge of just like falling apart. And because we're seeing so much death and illness and it's yeah. horrible and we don't i don't there seems to be like I, i've made the mistake of wading into the comments sections on local oh, news sites oh god that is a mistake they, <laughs> just for the record people who work at hospitals don't want people to die it's not fun for us either yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it's horrible and like in detroit um we have a huge number of cases in my specific zip code because um, you may have heard of um, Sinai Grace Hospital. It's like two miles from my house. And this is where they're having to pile bodies up in the sleep lab because they're out of room in the morgue and they're piling them wherever they can and they're sitting them up in chairs. It's horrific. And I just, that just, the sort of, the protesters just makes me, that, that makes me so angry given the yeah. situation that we're dealing with because they're not dealing with it there. They live yeah. in the middle of nowhere. They're not seeing what I'm seeing and yeah. what we're dealing with here. And so they think it's no big deal. They think this is an overreaction. They think it's unconstitutional, which it's absolutely not. <laughs> um, they don't know anything about the constitution or yeah. the governor's powers. And the Republicans in the state legislature are going along with it and they're trying to limit the governor's power. Uh -huh. Um, her executive, you know, privileges and stuff. Oh, so it's just, it's a huge clusterfuck. It's really upsetting. Um, and just, uh, you know, send any good thoughts our way that all these people got coronavirus. And yeah. I mean, won't be just, able to get ventilators. They're just jealous of life in the big city. You know, they can't afford to live in the big city, but one thing they can do is all get together and get the coronavirus, just like the them big city folk. <laughs> yeah. They can bring it back to Lowell, Michigan, where yeah. they came from and yeah. create know, their own hotspot. Spread it to you know? their cousin, uncle, brother. It's like sharing internet, you know? but you know, just, just it, the not breathing instead of being able to, you know, look oh, at Google. God. 
I mean, I wish that pe- if people want to do this, I wish they could just sign away their rights to get a ventilator yeah. space. Yeah. 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 Like, if I get sick, oh, then, then, yeah. then you leave me out this. of it. I'm sorry. You know? You know, yeah. But yeah, p- people have a right to freedom, but they don't have a right to endanger others, and no, that's exactly. exactly what they're doing. Exactly. So it's it's really really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I get, I get numbers every day um, from the hospital administration in our email, and my department is working on um, the the drug trial, the drug that <laughs> Trump keeps saying works. We don't know if it works, and so we've started a clinical trial, like the only big clinical trial that's that's going on. Um, is being done by my department. Um, it's called the WHIP trial, and it's first responders who volunteer to take one of three drugs, a high dose of it, a low dose of it, and a placebo. And we're going to see if it um, keeps them from contracting it and mm-hmm. if it if they contract it, if it lower, lessens their symptoms. So that'll be done, like, tomorrow or well, Monday? Well, it's absurdly – I mean, it's been, the, one of the reasons it's been so crazy is that it, it takes months to get a cl- – I mean, years sometimes to get a clinical trial set up. We did this in, like, a, I don't know, three weeks – you know, it's insane how yeah. fast this has all gone. And so now we're just trying to enroll people. And people don't really want to enroll <laughs> because <laughs> there's already been data that's come out and said that this drug doesn't work very well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we're having a hard time recruiting people. So I don't know how that's actually going to work. But um, I'm glad that we're doing it because I want to be able to prove the president wrong. <laughs> yeah. When they announced it, I was like, oh, God, I pl- please, please don't prove him right. Like. Ugh. You got to go where the data leads, and it'd be cool if we found something that worked, but I don't want him to be right. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so hard. Like, when we got our, like, little check, COVID check, I was like, Ugh. like, this makes me, this is helpful, but it makes me mad because. Well, just keep in mind, it's not his money. It's your I money. know. I know. Was it signature it on it? To you. I haven't seen. I haven't no. Seen mine was direct deposit. Yeah, mine is direct oh, deposit. Okay. okay. We haven't gotten ours yet. Uh, Emily said it's indeterminate, so who knows? Uh, we got half of ours which weird. was weird we got well because we may we here let's get into tax talk tax sam talk. and i sam and i filed married filed separately oh. uh, married whatever it just was the way that the accountant it worked out best whatever and so we got one of our tax infusions and so i went into the shitty irs website system to figure out which one we got mine we did not get sam's because they said they didn't have bank account info on file Oh, our taxes oh. were filed at the same time using yeah, the same direct deposit info, and they were able to take out the money that we owed them on Sam's taxes. Oh, they got oh, they're that. Right, they're yeah. Johnny on the spot with yeah, that. Yeah, they got that. Yeah, so uh, they had the they had the information to take the money out, but not the information to put the money in. So I I put in the information, and we're waiting to see when hers falls. <laughs> but if not, then we will get a a Trump memo signed check. Oh God, you know, please. eventually take a picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to see one of these you know, things. Gotta, I'm sure it's already available. But I did get a Trump Christmas card, I oh, think, his first why? year in office. Oof. Well, because for years I kept the White House on our Christmas card mailing list. Because if you mail dork. them a Christmas card, they will mail you one back. <laughs> Nerd. And You're I like got 10 a years old and 100 years old at the same yeah. time. Whatever. I have Obama Christmas cards. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Letters from got, Santa. Look at this. I got like a Trump flat card back thanking them and wishing me a happy new year or something. And it has Trump's stupid up and down squiggle oh, signature. Oh, it's like psychotic yeah. signature. Yeah. And then it also has Ivanka. Ivanka's. Uh, uh, well, I mean. May as well be his wife. <laughs> uh, the thing is, though, also just this up and down scribble. Like, oh, so Melania's signature is right. the same? Right. He as probably if, just signed it for her. She's as not if, allowed to write. <laughs> <laughs> as, 
as if Melania, you know, in the marriage also had to agree to just Absorbed do this it. fierce. Oh, she probably did. They probably all have the same signature. Remember it's when crazy. she copied Michelle Obama's speech? We don't talk about yes. that in my... I mean, that is, like, insane. Oh, Everything is insane about them. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mike, what's up with you? You oh, got sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, getting sick, uh, I forgot to take my medicine on Thursday night. Um Wait a second. And is this your is this your medicine or is this your oh no no, no 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 my my real my real my real medicine for my real uh, malady not not my pain but my you know uh, my compromised my compromising situation um, the diabetes and uh, I forgot to take it and when that happens I get sick and I get sick for a day at the most usually and I just can't eat won't eat you know just like Meredith you were going through. Like, oh, how about this delicious thing? Doesn't, nope. No. Can't, nope, won't, don't want to do anything. Uh, Jeremy needed me to do something yesterday for work. And like we were talking about last week, it was something that was going to take 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, man, I can't, oh, I can't do it. You know, I can't face it. But uh, the the thing is, like, now, even though, I, you know, I mean, Emily hears me throwing up she's been up for hours and i'm throwing up in the bedroom at like 7 a.m and she comes in and she brings me a whole you know anti-sick kit that she knows that i like um so she brings in and she's like do you have covid you know (laughs) (laughs) and i was like no i didn't take my medicine you know and but that's the first thing on everybody's mind no matter what any symptom you know and it's just uh and, and i was thinking like uh, no, my cough is still very productive. It's always been productive. <laughs> continue to be productive, and I, I thought that should be the slogan for the White House in in bringing bringing the economy back. Like, if your cough is productive, why aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back Ugh. to work, America. Well, there are stomach symptoms. That's a it's a it's a rare more, you know one of the more yeah, rare yeah. symptoms, but it yeah. is a it is one. I, I texted my mom, and my mom's a nurse, and by the way, she got it. Um, she got a very mild case of it and she's fine now, but that was really scary. Um, and so I texted her the other day and I just said, mom, I don't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mommy, I need you. And she, um, FaceTimed me, which she's never in a million years done because she hates that sort of thing. And so that Mm -hmm. tells you how worried she was. Um, and so she made me like detail exactly what Mm -hmm. was going on. Doesn't. Yeah, it's like, what's your temperature? I've been taking it every day, and yeah. it was up a little bit. So I, she was like, ugh, ugh, that's not good. It was only 99, but I'm usually 97. So um, she was worried about it, too. But I, I don't think that's what it was. No, I'm, I mean, it's going to be nice to eventually be able to get sick without thinking you're going to die. I know. Being just regular <laughs> sick right now is awful. Right? I know. Like, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. It's just a stomach bug. Think about how many people right. are getting hangovers they're not used to right now. Yeah. And then thinking they're dying. Right. Because they got haven't it. they haven't been drinkers in years. And they're finally like, oh, right, what do we got here in the cabinet? for breakfast. Yeah. 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 Uh, I felt like crap late last night because yesterday, actually, this is highly relevant content for all of you for various reasons. Um. I ordered uh, from Jet's Pizza last night from the first time ever mm-hmm. for us. Uh, it's there's only one anywhere near here, and it's it's Detroit style pizza. Mm. Uh, you even said it right, Detroit, and it was mm-hmm. and it was delicious. 
And I say this is relevant to all of you because Meredith, you're in Detroit and uh, <laughs> Hillary, I know there's a Jets near you and Mike, I know you like pizza and you're a pizza aficionado. Mike, the jet, you know where it is. It's up on Brody, you know, um, Brody and Davis. Mike, Via 313. I know that's the better one. Right. It's, I mean, we don't have other Detroit style pizza in <laughs> Buffalo. So I just, I, I was already driving up that way to run another errand and I thought, well, we should try it because I've been meaning to try it for a while. And it was great, but that grease soaked sponge crust hit me last night oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that stuff is rough <laughs> it's like pizza casserole you pay a price you have to be careful you pay a, with it. You pay a, a, some sort of price nothing's yeah. free in this world but deliciousness it was, being uh one of those things right and it was far too inexpensive all things considered to get a pizza and cheese bread for like 15 bucks and i was oh, just wow. like yep so i'm paying with my soul that's all right, <laughs> right. your health yeah uh, i'll get it again but i'll probably switch up the order and just the problem is that i order something like this and sam has her you know maybe third of the order and she's done and i have my third of the order and then i look at the rest and i'm like it's not enough to put in the fridge yeah might as well finish it <sighs> yep i know that's what gregory does he's the garbage disposal and that's also why he has diabetes yeah, yeah. bad habits yeah yep. <laughs> You know, what's another thing that I realized like way too late in life. I hate the feeling of I, this is me personally. I hate the feeling of being really full. Like Ugh, I hate it. I would rather feel a little bit hungry than feel full. Like feeling yeah. full to me. I, I, that sounds like I'm like anorexic or anything. Trust me. I'm not, but I hate every time I get too full. I'm like, why did I do this? hundred percent with idea. you. No, totally yeah. agree. The other night, Emily was, was that way. She'd just eaten too much. She'd, and, and uh, she was like, I don't know if I'm going to throw up. And I said, It'll pass. I know. Uh, that's what the Mexi Cobb salad at Chewy's here. Like, I can't stop myself from finishing <laughs> it with the creamy jalapenos uh, oh, dressing. God, and I'm like, I want to keep eating it. And then by the end, I'm always like, that was a mistake. Just sat up, sat up on the side of the bed for a few minutes, popped a few Rolaids, <laughs> took some deep breaths. It was all right. But... The problem, the problem sometimes is like you, the roll. There's nowhere for the Rolaids to go. They're like sitting in the middle of your throat, just half crumbled gross. and drying out your throat. So gross. Like sitting on top of all that shit you should have eaten. Disgusting. Stop getting uh, to the problem. On that note, let's go to the mailbag. All right. <laughs> hmm. Delicious. We, uh, we received one email this week uh, from listener Eric with a K, writing to Anne Lundholm directly. And he writes, Anne. The Wire is also available on Hulu and Amazon streaming. One of the greatest shows ever. E-V-A-H exclamation point. And uh, Eric, thank you, because we've been talking about The Wire. Sam and I are now about two thirds of the way through the second season of The Wire. So please, no spoilers. But um, we're enjoying it very much on the HBO app. But you do not need my password to get it because it is one of the shows that has been unlocked. I think you can actually also watch it through HBO now with an account, even if you don't pay, because they've... They've unlocked a bunch of their shows for yeah. people who they know are stuck at home. So there you go. The Wire. Go watch it. Sweet. And that takes us to last week's question of the week. What was your quote, never again, brand or company? And some solid answers here. Um, and Louise writes, riding the bus to New York. <laughs> that made me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> and I meant to ask her where, where she was coming from. I, but I, I bet I, D.C. because that's where she lives. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think it matters. Yep. I've never done that, but I can totally understand. I never want to do that again. My brother-in-law used to do Bobby, I'm sure you've done it. My brother-in-law used to do the Chinatown one because he, oh, he went to Fordham and then, you know, he lives in 
Boston or he's from right. Boston. So he would do that one back and forth. And <clears throat> I don't think it's uh, very regulated. I mean, I'm sure they're not doing it now, but I think they cracked down a little bit on it because. Well, there it, were some accidents. Yeah. And it was like yeah. $25 or something crazy. Right. And people were just crammed on there. Well, it was like a uh, mega bus, right? Yeah. If you get Bolt the first bus. ticket. Yeah on the mega bus or bolt bus or whatever it's like six dollars um i've done that to new york i did it to new york once and the lesson i learned is you could take it to new york and that wasn't so bad but coming back from new york where they have you line up on the on 10th avenue in the sun because they don't they don't they don't have access to like most of the bus terminals Mm -hmm. it's it's a random place in the city that they've rented out or illegally you know set aside some space but cullen used to take those when he was in college and and we couldn't get him or, or Meredith couldn't get him. And um, uh, the problem is, I mean, he didn't mind it. You know, he, he likes a good bargain. Uh, it was like $35, $40 or something. <laughs> and the yeah. problem is he's uh, 6'4 and like 250. Um, yeah. And those buses, uh, you know, it's, it's a cram situation. And so yeah. his knees would always be really messed up after the if he do if he wasn't first on and got got the right seat it was rough yeah um the only exception to this is if you're going from boston to new york or back the limo liner bus which is like 70 bucks you get your own seat they give you a little food it's a nice ride mm-hmm. um yeah. fancy bus dave took that they have vaughn lane here and dave took it back from dallas once when i had to stay and he was like that was fantastic like there's right. wi-fi there's i was about to say a flight attendant but like an attendant <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. great. um but but it's like a, yeah it's like a plane ride basically you know yeah. i mean as far as cost goes so you uh, still but, spend that last hour just in a crawl in traffic trying to yes, get into the yes, and then that part yeah. is still painful it doesn't matter yeah. how comfortable you are uh, listener Kate writes AT&T, period, not hiring movers, period, which I was trying to figure out how they were related, but I think they're not. They're just two things that she hates. Not hiring movers is yeah. so key. I mean, totally. it does not matter how poor you are. You need to fucking hire movers because yeah. it's a nightmare. I hate yeah. it. Ugh. Yeah, we always say we're never going to hire movers again, and then oh. we end up compromising on like, well, we'll pack everything and we'll hire people just to load and unload at each end. and. I don't know. But yeah, if we if we ever move again, there's no way we're doing it ourselves. No. Uh, if anyone ever moves again, please hire movers. Dolly.com. Because, uh, <laughs> there we go. My work is drying up like a whore in church. So let's, <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> Mike, I don't know. I got a credenza that's looking like it's going to get dented. Uh, <laughs> no, I got no, some just, nice wood floors here, Mike. Just be <laughs> so grateful that someone's moving you that don't even worry about what happens. Uh, listener Julie says supercuts. Huh. Mm. And I, I bounce around these various uh, fast, inexpensive men's haircut places, but most of that is to avoid awkward conversation. Mm. <laughs> I keep trying to remember which ones I've gotten a bad, awkward haircut or conversation from, and then I don't go back there, but I'm running out of options. I use sport clips now because I, I just... Yep. I, I You s- and Rory. I search for uh, coupons <laughs> and... Yeah, uh, you know, and and whatever comes off of the coupon goes on the tip. So I, you know, it's sort of a fixed cost, and it it feels great, man. They do the hot towel on the face, and they they wash your bald head, and it's and you get a little <laughs> massage with that giant thing, you know, that giant thing that could please any woman. Um, yeah, it's crazy. 
Uh, I have an old roommate who used to go to a salon near our apartment. I don't remember how he got into that or started going, but a a very attractive stylist would really get in there washing his hair, uh, Mm -hmm. really with the scalp massage and... That was that was yeah. his uh, massage. Yeah, I think right. that was that was the closest he'll ever come to infidelity. But he really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I don't mind the bad conversations because I don't have many conversations. So yeah, like, let's 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 give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, I we we've we've detailed that here before, so I won't bore everyone again. <laughs> Listener Gene says no hotels with numbers in the name. Yeah. Solid. What? Oh, like <laughs> that's your Motel Six Super Eight. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to come up with another one now. I can't think of another. Uh, oh, there's yeah. a million knockoffs, yeah. but those right. are the two main ones. Super Eight being the really bad one. Right. Really bad. Uh, I forget when I was doing those Hello Heart gigs and I was working out in the middle of the country. We were in this town that only had a couple of hotels, and we were in an American Inn, which is a Midwest oh, yeah. chain that I had yeah. never heard of until I had that job. And they just said, look, be glad, because the only other one is called Motel 71. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, listener Bet has a list for us. Sprint, Ruby Tuesday, and Applebee's. She explains some of these. Um, they're pretty, pretty classic reasons, but... Um, uh, bad service. Uh, Applebee's gave me a rotten sautéed vegetables. I can Ooh. taste it every time I see Ooh. the sign. <laughs> the kid, there's an Applebee's that's like sort of close to our house, and every time we pass it, the kids are always like, "Let's go!" The kids love a chain. Why do love... kids love Applebee's so much? <laughs> because, I don't know. Because they want to get down on an Oriental chicken salad. I mean, hot tip yes, though, I is... will say, as far as moderate chains go, I've I've <laughs> sung their praises before. Chili's is pretty good, and they have like computers that the kids can play with. So I can fully ignore my kids while they're playing mm-hmm. with the computer, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like have a margarita. And the food's like fine; like it's um, fine. When I was a kid, my mom worked at Applebee's for a little while in Webster, and they tried to kill her three different ways in about two weeks. Okay, oh, uh, she slipped on a puddle of pooling water in the kitchen because there weren't proper mats down. She got electrocuted while she was wiping mm-hmm. down a counter in the back because there was exposed wires behind the coffee maker. God. Uh, and then a glass shattered uh, in a rack as she was reloading the rack over the bar and cut her wrist open. <gasps> wow. And, uh, Damn. Yep. And so uh, we were a no Applebee's family <laughs> for a long yeah. time <laughs> uh, because they, they just, and that was, yeah, it was like in a two week period, the wrist being the last one. And that was Jesus. when like, there was, there was no going back after that. Uh, Tani writes uh, Johnny Depp, which yeah. is really saying something because I had his Tiger Beat 21 Jump Street poster up in my room for much longer <laughs> than any respectable teen girl should have. <laughs> I agree. And also, I, he never really did it for me, but like now he has so much jewelry on like all the time and he's yeah, like he's kind ridiculous. of a gross and he's yeah. like has some, you know, sketchy stuff in his past. So He doesn't shower. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. You know he smells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Listener Mia writes Uzo and any perfume perfume with musk in it, and then parenthetically <laughs> separately or together, they are equally awful. <laughs> okay, have y'all had Uzo? Any yeah. of you? Yeah. No. It's kind oh. of a like a licorice based. It's, yeah, it's black licorice. Yeah. Uh, Spend uh, any li- real time liqueur. in a Greek restaurant, and somebody's yeah. going to offer you a shot of Uzo. Yeah. Eventually. I, yeah. I made a huge mistake when I was like tw- I was twenty years old and nosing in on my 21st birthday my best friend in college and i had the same birthday so it was going to be a big deal our 21 run and then it was this was like a month before that was going to happen 
and we were at uh, this bar on the Ave, Lock, Stock, and Barrel, and uh, someone ordered shots of Uzo for the table, and I took the shot of Uzo, and unlike, I, I could take any of these shots without making a face or making a fuss, but I, I, I hate black licorice, and I didn't yeah. know what Uzo was. Yeah. So it, mm-hmm. it, it got on top of me, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. fuck, I never want to drink that again. Well... Yeah. 21 run okay yeah a lot of the same people um uh, and uh me and uh john hedegaard in uh adjacent stalls uh at the frat uh puking into oh, the god. toilet and him saying i don't remember Yikes. having fries oh god <laughs> no I just and i laughed and stomach th- come on <laughs> um uzo everybody I went to, I've been to Greece, um, uh, and like, <laughs> stop with your travel. Um, I can't um, travel, you know But they, thing. it was, like, it's sort of fun, you know, listen, even at my old 41-year-old age, I love to do a shot when the occasion is, like, appropriate. Oh, hell yeah. So it's like, it's like, oh, this is fun, and then you do it, you're like, I'm in the spirit of all of it, and then you do it, and you're like, oh, I don't like that <laughs> at all. Do you not like? And I, know. Greek food is probably, like, my favorite food. Like, I love everything about it. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's just like exactly kind of the taste palette that I have, and but Uzo is not it. It's not no, it for me. Doesn't land <laughs> no. with a lot of people. Yeah, we can I'll skip it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. We got a couple more. We've got a couple more alcohol-related ones in here. Actually, listen to Laura. <laughs> yeah. And whichever one of you, by the way, on the run sheet is anonymous Dumbo Octopus has already highlighted. <laughs> uh, beer, peach schnapps, dot dot dot, not together. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh. um, where's the other one? Somebody, oh, uh, Kalina in her second post, actually in her first post was about Applebee's. Uh, Kalina <laughs> writes, oh, and 15 years ago I had a shot of Jaeger and then a glass of white oh. wine, parenthetically at Ooh. home. <laughs> oh, you did it by yourself? I blacked out immediately. Jaeger will never pass these lips yeah. again. <laughs> We've all done the Jaeger. I did the Jaeger. Yeah. When, the first time I had it, I was like, oh, that's good. And I took like sorry dad like nine shots of it and i was like that's so and what then a, i don't remember anything what a feat meant. of marketing jaeger is let's take this shitty liquor and make it something that's fun it's the same and, thing with fireball like yeah, yeah. congratulations you took mcgillicuddy's cinnamon schnapps <laughs> and fucking gave Rebranded. it a name taking heartburn to a whole new level oh, it's i used to order jaeger shots or jaeger bombs regularly oh, oh. oh. What's, yeah. what's that again is that uh it's a Ye- shot of jaeger dropped into a beer i think yes yeah it's been a, a long beer. time oh. you nothing... literally drop it into the beer and then slam it all in at once there's nothing wrong with a shot in a beer but you don't have to do, no mix not them. at once though <laughs> kalina also writes and this is another applebee's <laughs> made the list multiple She's times on fire Eight years ago, I was at our neighborhood Applebee's with my kids when a child one table away from us threw up violently on the carpet. (laughs) The staff who came to, quote, clean it up attempted to do so with a broom and dustpan. Oh, that's going to be especially offensive to you, Kalina. You're a professional. Oh, God. Uh, We were at a uh, restaurant that no longer exists in uh, downtown and... Man, uh, there was a kid outside. We were inside and we were watching these outside diners and it was sort of an unruly family and one of the kids threw up. This little boy oh. threw up. And a, a, a busboy went out there and he had a, a bucket and a scrubber and he had all kinds of equipment and he took care of it like within a minute. And I was like, that guy's going places. you know. <laughs> the, the, the guy with the broom... 
you know, with on the carpet. Yeah. No. Not so yeah. much. No. no. He, yeah. He's yeah. got he's got uh, junior college written all over. <laughs> Next, you're going to see one of those push activated sweepers that they bring out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, there are several more of these, but I want to read one more. Uh, Hobby Lobby's on here. Disney, which is complicated, um, yeah. and Mike. <laughs> Mike freaking my pillow ass wipe. Um, that took never, me a while to decipher, but I never because I don't watch TV with commercials, so I was like, right. "Who is that?" I never I fell for the weirdo my pillow guy. I don't know if they're actually any good or not, but it's uh, Jesse yeah. Ventura. But uh, he gets to sell pillows and he gets to talk at uh, coronavirus uh, press right. conferences. <laughs> uh, but Ann Miner uh, put a couple of things on here, and Mike, this one I want to bring up because I think it hits close to home for you. Which is go ahead and add Ruth's Chris to the list Ooh. as of this week. Yeah, they're getting some bad press right now. Yeah, yeah they, they are. are. They're uh, they're scooping up a lot of that small business money. And they are. They are not, not being a small, a small business. business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so all sadly, businesses are getting smaller, right? <laughs> I've heard some talk that there there might be a DeVos conspiracy, DeVos being the Secretary of Education. She's a her family is obviously the Amway family and mm. they're big in Grand Rapids, so I've been exposed to their idiocy my whole life. But Ruth's Chris is an anchor restaurant in Amway Grand Plaza hotel oh. in downtown oh, Grand Rapids. Okay. And so a lot of my friends from Grand Rapids are like, Is this why they got a bunch of money? Is it because they're <laughs> Trump buddies? Like and Eric Prince is the guy from yeah. Blackwater her, and he's her, her brother in law. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a whole it's a great Gross, incestuous, yeah. yes. disgusting. Yeah. Group the answer to all those questions is very probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there are more. Make sure you check out the Facebook group. The show has everything to see more of these. And keep adding to them. One of the things I've noticed lately is these lists keep growing after the next shows. So <laughs> no. Get oh, yeah. in there. And, yeah. These are evergreen questions. Yeah, these yeah. are good. Um, I also want to add one more uh, listener communication that just came in as we were talking live on the Facebook group. Emily posts, uh, and yeah, Slate may have finally figured out how to make me up sign up for Slate Plus. Hit Parade is going Slate Plus only, starting with the next full episode. Well played, Slate. Aww. I know, I know. When he I, yesterday, I was like, Bobby, are you a Slate Plus member? <laughs> I was like, am no, now. I know, <laughs> I, I will be soon. <laughs> uh, fine, uh, fine. Uh, yeah, they're losing a lot of. They did a, some big pay cuts. Um, I, because every po- I listen to a fair amount of Slate podcasts and everybody's been talking about it, but they did some pay cuts and, you know, yeah, clearly they're trying to find a way to make some money, but I don't know. I don't have a lot of other Slate in my feed. I can't handle the various gab fests. I do the political one still inexplicably. I stopped doing the sports one once Pascal left because right. I find the other two pretty annoying. So, yep. um, yeah, awful. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Slate talk. <laughs> but let's move to a to a medium talk and this is sort of like a little bit out of the blue but i feel like we are always somewhat talking about this um we're talking stories of stalking something that i know that bobby and i truly love to do it's like a pastime personally i've thought about getting a pi license mostly so i can like find out information about people but mm-hmm. i don't know if it's worth like, the what, money does that unlock some things for you if you're licensed you can access some databases I, how does that work i assume and i mean you know i haven't really you should like, do it can we sponsor this? How many, how many jam funds do we, we need have? need a side hustle. Come on. I know. I really do. You Dave's guys forgot. Like, we still haven't sent Anne to space camp yet. I know. Priorities. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's like number one. This is way down at the bottom oh, of the right, list. Right, but, right. Um, but yeah, I love 
um, information about people. But I think yeah. probably, even though I like love it, I think the most expert at it is Bobby. So we're going to start with you. Tell us some stories, your techniques, yes. what have you. Well, okay. So everyone take a knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I it, this is tough because I love the prompt I love the topic, but I don't know that I have stories so much as just it's a it's a low level constant in my life that whenever I get interested into something <laughs> or up. someone, I just I just uh, I pursue it to whatever means I can figure out and sometimes that just means some aggressive googling, mm-hmm. sometimes that means firing up um, a deep cover alternate Facebook account <laughs> because. There, there are uh-huh. things that you learn a long time, like a rookie rookie lessons include. If you look up anyone on LinkedIn, they get pinged that you looked at them. Right. Yes. Yeah. And LinkedIn if they is a, awful. Don't if, don't if ever they have use a that premium for any account, reason. If they have a premium account, it's, it tells them who you are. And if they yeah. don't, it tells them that someone in your sector. And so, like for me, it's like, oh, some someone at Boston Music of Eva looked you up. And I was like, well, fuck, yeah. that's that's one person. Someone <laughs> so, overheard something about you in somewhere right. elsewhere on the internet. And, and so you have to be really careful. The first lesson, of course, is incognito windows can spare you from a lot of that. Oh, but yeah. Facebook right. is the same way. Big if fan. you look up someone a bunch of times on Facebook, you will you will come up in there. Hey, you should friend this person. Yes. Yes. And so. Oh. You've got to be real, and you'll also show up in their feed more. So you have to be gentle, or you have to be from uh, uh, Syracuse, Kansas, like one of my, (laughs) like like one of my old Facebook accounts that is still a member of the Powers County Buy and Sell Group, Mm -hmm. way back from the Takedown Podcast days. Um, Also, the nice thing about dumb people in the middle of the country, no offense. Uh, some offense is that uh, if you just start friend requesting some of them, they will accept it. And then you can have 20 or 30 <laughs> friends in this network. And then you suddenly look a lot more legitimate. So good um, tips. Oh yeah. Uh, so I asked Sam uh, this morning, cause I, I, I was trying to think, you know, I said, Sam, do you remember any particularly great stories of my sort of pseudo stalking internet Googling? And she just said, no great stories. You just do it all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's, that's it. But I do. I did think of one story that I thought would resonate with uh, this particular group, and that is uh, for those of you TBTL listeners. And I can't believe this was seven fucking years ago. That's so crazy. Yeah. And I know because um, here's another tip: uh, if you've ever Facebook messengered anyone anything, basically, and not gone out of your way to specifically delete it, the Facebook Messenger history is really intense. So, like, if yes. you open Messenger.com. And you search your old messages for a word or phrase, it will find it even if it was from 2013. Yep. Hmm. Um, and so uh, I'm going to uh, introduce you all by first name to Amelie. Uh, Amelie is from Nice. She is an actress uh, and model, I think, or wannabe model and actress. Uh, and she, in 2013, was living in Los Angeles uh, near Western and Wilshire. Uh, and she had a room for rent on Airbnb and Andrew Walsh took that room when he moved to LA. <laughs> and for old listeners of TBTL, you'll know that he was staying at this, uh, Airbnb for a while when he was down there alone working in LA, uh, while he was transitioning into his new world down there. And, uh, he would talk about this roommate ish. She wasn't around much on the show. And he kept going on and on about how awkward it was that he had this, you know, as Luke would say, conventionally attractive landlady slash roommate slash young French actress. 
<laughs> as his, uh, you know, cohabitor in this space. And, uh, he would be really cagey about the details, which of course is the number one thing that makes someone like me want to go find out as much as possible. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> the slightest hint of caginess. Right. And so he shared enough details about this space, uh, some of the aesthetics of this space and some things about the location of this space. And very specifically the, uh, the way the school bells would ring because it was close <laughs> oh to a school. And he would hear. Oh my God. You're like Liam Neeson in a trunk of a car. <laughs> Uh, no, he is in The Fugitive. He's describing, <laughs> he's Harrison Ford or Tommy oh, Lee Jones. Oh, right, right, right. And so one day I got on Airbnb and I put in a request far in the future because then you know most of the properties are going to be, you know, open. You can't do it for next week because things are booked. And so I went looking and I, I zoomed in on in this neighborhood near schools, you know, he used to talk about walking to the gym, said which gym it was. So I could probably nail down where that is the hot dog cart that he wouldn't stop at. And then he would stop at <laughs> what intersection that was at. So you start to sort of narrow down. Okay. He's probably not going to walk that far. So it's somewhere near here. Wow. Is there a file? How is this all in your head? How does this work? Usually it's either in, in my head or in draft emails in my Gmail. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I, I narrowed it down, and then sure enough, I found the Airbnb listing, and I found the listing that had a lot of pink finishes in it, which he had mentioned. <laughs> and, and sure enough, I found this person's I found this person's first name, and then somehow jumped that to her full name, and then I found her website with her headshots and her CV, and uh, yeah. I to maybe this day, one eyebrow between the two <laughs> parts of her head total. Uh, to this day, I have not put her last name or her website out there in public because that would be extremely awkward. I, I wasn't going to violate Andrew's personal life that much. Mm -hmm. I did email him after it came up on the show because another listener had gotten pretty close to figuring out who it was. And I emailed him and I said, hey, it wasn't me who blew your cover on this. Uh, but I do know who it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did figure it out. That uh, had to make him sweat. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And there was a picture of her on her website back then where she was in a French maid outfit. I don't know if uh, there still is. I haven't gone well, back in, in, in her home country, you know, they're called maids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I believe I found her IMDb listing or something for Ooh. that. And the, the title was just the, the, the character name was just stripper. Gosh. And well, so I, I emailed Andrew <laughs> with that tidbit of information, <laughs> and he he never wrote back to that He's particular. Like, mm -mm, email. No, <laughs> I, I looked uh, I looked her up on IMDb, and uh, she does have one more IMDb credit than a dead man. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Uh, you know, didn't work out. There Sorry. are some there are some indie uh, indie posts like many. Uh, she has a uh, model mayhem page, which if you're ever trying to find people who are really trying to make it, that's a that's a oh. good place to do that. Wow, Do they duke it out? What happens at model mayhem? <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to talk about it. There goes Mike's afternoon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, Sorry guys. Mike. I'm checking out. Uh, Mike, how do I put this? Um, uh, the, the rules for what kinds of photos you can post on Model Mayhem are a little looser than what you can post on social media. Okay. So, okay. Uh, don't make it worse. <laughs> we need to finish the show. Right yeah. on the side, uh, I had a, my my shaven face picture on Instagram got a like from a foot fetish model. 
God. Mm. And I can't figure out why or how. Like, she must have just been following oh. the hashtags because. No, because you look like a big toe with glasses. <laughs> it's, uh, it's probably accurate. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, I my thought about this so so a couple of uh, where are they now updates. Uh, Andrew Walsh is living in Seattle <laughs> with his longtime girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amelie, our uh, our French actress, is now living in Brooklyn and still has space available on Airbnb. Oh. So oh. if anyone wants oh. to, if anybody wants to stay at an apartment in Greenpoint, uh, so let me she's know. just like wow. a landlord that never gets any gigs. Or, or is she on Broadway at this point? She's I mean, probably just trying to make money. I think she's and, just trying to make money. Yeah. Um, and I will say that her first uh, review on Airbnb uh, was from Andrew. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's nice. And it's positive. Uh, review yeah. of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's that's just one uh, example, and and a lot of it is about cross referencing, right? Yes. So you just get yeah. these little bits of information, and you yep. you well, weave he them didn't all make together. it hard for you. No. I mean, come on, he gave you everything you needed, right? Well, I mean, it was it was not uh, it wasn't the easiest person I've stalked, but <laughs> sure, <laughs> um, you know, and God, seven years ago, it's just amazing I know it's wild. These people have grown up, <laughs> um, or not, right? And then I'm, you know, it's always just things like that. Now, also um, some other resources because I had mentioned tools of the trade. Um, fake, fake Facebook account is always a good one. Um, it's gotten a little harder now than it used to, but the trick is to just make a few and then let them sit for a while so that then they're not brand new Facebook accounts. You know, all oh, right. Uh, mm-hmm. And you want to backstop those with a fake email address in the same name. So, like, uh, go make a Gmail account or better yet, like a Yahoo account. Like a hotmail account. Uh, (laughs) Maybe not like 20 pictures of a super hot Asian girl. Right. Right. No, just, just one, one picture of some, some semi face covered dirt bag is great. Or for the longest time, uh, my guy from Kansas, he had just a picture of Peyton Manning, like mid throw. (laughs) Cause you know, all these guys who just have like sports as their whole identity. Sports. You know, once every six months or so, I'd chime in and I'd just change the Facebook status to like Go Broncos. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Uh, You know, just just keep it alive just enough that you could think, well, maybe he's just in and out of jail, right? Yeah. Or he's using it to like look for a job or something. Um, Voter registration records. Some some states are better than others about this. A few years ago, I actually downloaded. It's starting to feel wrong. (laughs) I downloaded the entire Washington state registered voter like course you did. It's it's too big to. Who doesn't? I mean, that's you know, talk about my afternoon. Where else am I going to be? But downloading voter registration logs. You have to request it. But they have to give it to anyone, so you know. Just, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's not quite like a FOIA request, but like, oh you know, you can, these things are out there. And then, of course, just don't, don't, um, don't sleep on whitepages.com. Like people, people yeah. will go to extreme lengths to hide their identity, and yet they won't go shut down. Yep. And and you should, by the way, if you don't want to be found on whitepages.com, you have yep. to go there and tell them to take yep. you off. Yeah. Yeah, I have found property records to be really interesting. Oh yeah, as I'm sure you yep. know, Hillary. Oh yes, and they do um, it a little differently in Texas, so you can see some different information than you can here. Oh, Emily loves state, that shit. Yeah, I um, I 
I don't like the white pages as much. I like truepeoplesearch.com sure. because on that one, it will also give you, and it's not always accurate, but it will also give you a um, list of possible relatives and uh, people who are related to them in some weird way. So like, let's plug me in real quick just to see what comes up. <laughs> well, you do that. I'll mention, um, oh God, who was a recent, uh, oh, right. Anne's old roommate. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks to the relative cause cross-referencing, you know, people, um, you know, people will often have their Facebook pages locked down. And when you find one that isn't, that's like a gold mine. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> um, Shit. But uh, <laughs> people's parents tend yeah. to not yes. have right. their Facebook yes. locked down. And so uh, you'll find somebody's mother or father yes. and they will yep. have pictures of their kids. And, yep. and then just, you go from there. Yep. Yeah, that um okay, so when I plug myself into uh, truepeoplesearch.com, it comes up with my current address. It does have my wireless number, which is so weird. I like to do this a lot um with like not super famous people cuz they're pretty good at like I'm not going to look up Tom Cruise cuz who cares and they're pretty good at locking themselves down, but like I might have looked up Griffin McElroy to see where he lived in Austin. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um and those few, people don't. They don't have like a PO box that they're diverting it to. They're and they don't really know that this information, most people don't think about this information being out there. Um, and then it has a whole bunch of like email addresses that aren't like probably when I signed up for like an SBC global account, you know, just like ATT.net, like that's nothing. But what it does have, which is so crazy, one, it has associated names. So it has Hillary G. Livingston on there. And then it has previous addresses. Now, not all of them are like extremely correct, but it has all of my Los Angeles addresses, um, my. California, my Berkeley addresses, like all of it, my parents' address, my parents' old address. So it's like anything that's just sort of followed you through. And then you go to the possible relatives and it has like Dave, my sister, like it has most of my family. And then the associates are so funny because it's like my old roommate, which like makes sense, but then it's like my sister's in-laws. Um, so you really can't like, I, I kind love of... the term associates I, I used to, <laughs> when, when I was in college and, and shortly after, uh, I would always refer to my friends as my associates to, <laughs> so, sounded you know, a little better that these idiots are coming over. But I don't know about this site. This is really interesting. A lot of my information is wrong. Like yes. the dates are wrong. Yeah, they're yeah. not like, um, it's, but yeah. it gets you close to being there. Yeah, like doing yeah, an yeah. approximate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has an email address on here. I've never heard of before. Well, and it's funny because there's like a phone number on here. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was my phone number at some point a thousand years ago. You know, like I don't even really remember it in college. Um, But I like to use that one. Um, Bobby, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hop on. Uh, No, no. uh, Uh, I I, I will just I I will cushion all this with a word of caution. One of the websites when I was in fundraising that we used to love, uh, which has since gone defunct, was the Steve Morse birthday database which was just a scrub for finding people's birth dates. Oh. And uh, it was, it was uh stevemorris.org slash birthday, something or other. And if you, if you put in a name and a best guess to their city or their age, you could usually find a birthday. And now like Intellis and some other ones will do that too. But the Steve Morris one got shut down a while ago. The guy just stopped maintaining it. Yeah, um, and it's an old website that still has copyright 2005 at the bottom. So <laughs> we were talking about the Space Jam website before we started up. It had that same kind of feel to it. Um, it. But we would send people birthday cards. Oh um, yeah. But only if we kind of knew them. And the biggest mistake. This is your your cautionary thing. Don't 
reach out to someone who you absolutely don't know and reference some detail level of information about their life. It is yeah. super creepy. And yeah. I used to work with uh, a, a woman years and years ago in fundraising who would occasionally slip something too detailed. Like she would ask about somebody's dog or something <laughs> and somebody would just be like, how do you know I have a dog? Oh, that's and weird. I'm always reminded of the episode of The Office where Dwight steals uh, uh, the Rolodex yeah. of all of the sales leads from Michael and he doesn't understand the nuance of Michael's system for the details about these people on the back of their cards and he just says oh and how's your gay son <laughs> to someone <laughs> right. and like outs this kid <laughs> oh my gosh and I was like you have to be you know careful yeah always always move with caution when it comes to this kind of information well when I was when I was little um, I have a really good memory, not for everything, but for like little details sometimes. And I remember being like, you know, when you're starting to be middle school, late elementary school or something. And like, I would think some girl was really cool. And I would say like, I would remember all the details about things. Like I still remember, still, she, no, she'll never listen to this. I still remember Emily Dowdy's birthday. Like I, to this day, I'm still like, it's it's October 3rd. Like I will always remember that. And she probably would think it was fucking creepy that I remember that. And so I remember having to learn to like tamp down um, details that I remembered about people. Cause I'm like, I'm not like obsessed with you. I just remember these things i don't know why it's this is how like I, my brain is not like i'm not a scientist i don't i'm not good at math but like i remember people's birthdays or i remember whatever a, a detail about them that they once told me so you do have to be super duper careful with it um should i just go on with my yeah my, uh, I think so. okay so okay so true people search is definitely something that i enjoy and i will just like lazily do it like if i'm just curious about something and that's bottom line it i think for me is i'm just always i always want to know everything about everyone like i just do it's not for nefarious purposes i just am like a nosy person i've told you inappropriate things before just because i know you like it yes it like pleases me i'm like <laughs> yes <laughs> tell me everything um, the more inappropriate, the better. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but, um, you know, being in real estate, um, I, I don't have like special, I have my license, but I don't have like special powers or anything. I'm in commercial real estate, which is a different thing. And we don't really do sales. We do leases, but I know some of the tools. And one thing I do like to use is TCAD, which is the Travis County Central Appraisal District, which just shows like you can look up, you know, where somebody lives, you can look up their name, you know, all the information. The problem in Texas that's really frustrating to me is it's a non-disclosure state. So you don't really know how much people paid for their house. Now you can do an educated guess because if you're guessing like they put 20% down or whatever. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. It tells the mortgage amount, not yes, the Not the price. Yes. Right? Yeah. But like in most other states, like you get, I, <laughs> speaking of TBTL, I remember when Luke, you know, talked about his house incessantly. Of course I found it and I yeah. found out exactly how much he paid. I was like, okay. I found it too. And I'm not even much of a <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just like to, I mean, again I'm not going to use it I just like to have the information but um, I my friend Emily when we first started working together she was talking about how she had this long lost friend from San Antonio which they were best friends and then Emily moved to St. Louis and that's where she grew up but now she's in Austin and she really wanted to reconnect and she just couldn't find her anywhere. And I was like, okay, give me as much information as you can give me about this person and I will find her. And she was like, I don't think you can. Like, she doesn't seem to be on Facebook. I can't find her. And I was like, I will find her. Just give me the information. So it was like, 
it, it, you know, just any, like, little, like, Bobby, you were saying, like, any stray detail, you know, was she married? See, women are really tough because, you know, the they name changes. Name. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is why you should keep your name, ladies, because <laughs> it makes it, it, makes easier, it for easier for Hillary uh, to mm-hmm. stalk you. Uh, fun, fun fact, though, uh, when women change their names after they get married on Facebook, they often do not change the URL of their Facebook oh, yeah. landing page. Right, right. So yeah. uh, you can always check on that and see if, you know, a lot of people never personalize them, but often they were just defaulted to somebody's, uh, like Meredith, you're a good example. I just pulled yours up. Yours is still just Megadeth. Yes. I've always had it that. <laughs> I love it. That's actually, a, that's funny. That's a nickname that Gregory gave me in like 2002. Aww. Because I was trying to come up with like a clever like internet, you know, for really early internet stuff. And he was like, you don't like metal. I think maybe if we made it something ironic, it would be pretty funny. And I've used it for almost everything ever since. I love it. So Um, you can usually find maiden names by checking something like that. And then you can add that to your dossier. I also left my maiden name on Facebook, I think, in parentheses, because I knew that yes. if I friended somebody from high yeah. school, they'd be like, who the hell who is, is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I, um, I am st- obviously I'm still Hillary Livingston Butler on Facebook, but yeah, that I'm trying to remember the exact trajectory. Now I am definitely not as um, committed as Bobby because I'm lazy and I don't want to like go through making profiles and stuff. And I'm just like, Ugh, whatever. So I'll just Google and Google and Google until you start just like narrowing in on something. And Bobby and I were talking really a, a like a gold line is obituaries. Like you mm-hmm. can find so much mm. information about in an obituary. Somebody who does not want to be found will be mentioned in their grandmother's obituary somewhere. And you're like, I found, so that's how I ended up finding this girl. Like somewhere deep, deep, deep. I found her married name because I couldn't, she didn't know what her married name was. She only knew her maiden name and it was coming up with nothing. And I found her married name and then I could find her. Somehow I found her sister or something and she was tagged in it. And I was like, Emily, here it is. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think it took me, um, I stole two to three hours of the company's time. <laughs> this is my old company, not my new one. Um, and I presented, <laughs> I presented it to her on a platter. Here you go. And I, I think they ended up, I can't remember, but yeah, I think they maybe ended up hanging out. I like to do that. That's sweet. It was very sweet. It was a wholesome story. Um, yeah. I like to search like old boyfriends or like, um, I, I'm not like looking to hook up with them, Dave, don't worry. But like, just to see what they're doing. Cause I'm curious or like people's tender dates. That's always fun to do. Cause you're just like, okay, I'll have a social security number in about five minutes. Hold on <laughs> one second. <laughs> that could come in handy. Like it for can. legitimate safety reasons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so yeah, the property stuff, true people search and just, yeah, just being like, Listening to stuff. Oh, and I was going to mention this. One of my favorite, and this was on a reply all, but I loved it before. One of my favorite people on the internet is Ashley Feinberg. Like, I am um, jealous of her skills. Now, she probably has a paid account, and she's a journalist, so she can, like, access more. But she was the one who figured out um, that, what's his face, um, James Comey. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But James Comey's uh, Twitter name, and I think she found him on Instagram and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think she did find uh, Pierre Delecto. Uh, what's his face? Oh, um, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, she finds all of these people, and she just sits down and just... Mitt Romney. Sorry, I didn't finish that. Yeah. But um, And he was actually really funny about it. Like, he had, you know... Um, 
a little bit of humor about it. But all these stupid people put themselves out here. Honestly, what I'm going to say is like, if you were a public person, don't be on Twitter. I mean, you yeah, can look at don't. it, but don't have an account or anything. That's it. And don't post things. Um, who was the basketball player that did it? Um, the guy, he was a Sonic. Kevin Durant. Him. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, he, anyway. got, he got to involve with trolls uh, yeah. on his Twitter account. He, yeah. he came in with a fake account and argued with the oh, people yeah. who thought he sucked. Yeah. And didn't Ted Cruz get caught liking porn on a Twitter account? <laughs> and he was like, an aide did That's it. That's the most normal sure. thing that he's ever done. I, I know. know. <laughs> Don't like something. That's so... My favorite uh, My favorite thing that I used to kind of bust people on, sorry, I will in mind, but they don't do this anymore on Instagram. If you were friends with somebody on some tab it would show what they liked i hated that and you could see so many guys that that made me that made me realize how many of my friends were creeps yeah exactly and so many guys i went to high school with like liking some like hot models like half nude thing you're like oh god um yeah no it was yourself i didn't need to see that beside of their personality like (laughs) i'm glad they took that away (laughs) i know i know um anyway those are my major uh things i will probably stalk all of y'all but it's in love <laughs> it's in love and that's <laughs> that it yep. just is i want to get to know you better and that's it of course <laughs> all right who's next i'll go mine's pretty okay. short okay um so mine is a little different because it's before the internet was really a big Ooh. thing i was probably 19 so this is and i i want to clarify that this is not like dangerous stalking. I wasn't like, (laughs) I love that we're all like, we're not creep. Well, the word stalking has other, you know, it's got some serious connotations and that's not what we're talking about here. We're just researchers. Um, We're analysts. Yeah. So this, uh, I was probably 19 and I was living, um, at my dad's house, going to college and, um, there was a guy and I'm not going to give his name cause I still know him. Um, and we hooked up once and I had known him actually for a really long time. And so this was probably a long time coming and I really liked him. And, um, I was like, cool, this is, this is, this is maybe going to be something. And I, I hope it is. And I was always kind of spoiled in that regard. Like if I want, this is going to just be a straight up brag. If I wanted somebody to be my boyfriend, they were my boyfriend. Yeah. So, um, nobody really, I never had anybody reject me at that point. I mean, I was young, but like it was a new thing. And he, he basically ghosted me. Um, and I didn't know how to handle it. This was the first time I'd been rejected by a guy who I really, really liked. And I thought we had, you know, it was, something I thought there was going to be something special going on and so I was pretty upset about it and but he didn't do it in a very like he didn't cut it off cleanly like he Mm -hmm. would he would like answer the phone every once in a while and be like yeah I'll call you after work and then I would wait and wait and wait and he wouldn't call me and I knew where he worked and it was near where I worked and he lived like three blocks away from my house so he was renting a house three blocks away from where my dad lived with some college buddies and eventually it just got it was so confusing because he was giving me all these mixed messages and I was like I don't like this I don't like being rejected this is crazy and I guess apparently the the way to make me become crazy in love with somebody is to to tell me that (laughs) you don't like me Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I became mildly obsessed with him and it I would drive I drove by his work just naturally on my way home from from work um I wasn't like going out of my way to drive by his work but I would always like is his car there? Is his car there? <laughs> of Did course. Did he leave from work? Like, yeah. is he gone yet? Um, 
And, and so that made me feel like a creep. But the other thing that I did is that my down, my dad's tenants, he owns a house and he rented the downstairs and we lived in the, the second and third floors. And they had a dog named Raina and she was a huge Rottweiler. She was gorgeous. I loved her. She was so much fun. And they never walked her. Like she was this huge, like muscular dog. She was still like super friendly. She didn't seem upset about it, but I was like, I will walk this dog for you. Um, and it was kind of, it was a fun thing for me, but I had an ulterior motive in that I would walk three blocks down the street and walk by his house. And so that's about as close to like actual stalking (laughs) as I've ever gotten. And I would have like, maybe he'll be out on his porch. Of course. Cigarette, you know? Yeah. Um, and it never worked. Um, it never, and you feel dirty afterwards. I felt off. I felt in, in looking, I still feel terrible about all of this. I feel like a monster. I feel like a crazy person. Um, and I, you know, it's, um, it's been a really long time, but I still think about it regularly. Like yeah. what a crazy, I can't believe how crazy that made me feel. Yeah. But your frontal lobe was like not fully formed. So yeah, I was a child, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Meredith to make you feel better. One, I used to drive by my friend's houses almost constantly. Cause you know, obviously it was before cell phone time. Mm-hmm. Some of us had beepers, I guess, but right. like it was really before cell phones. So, you know, I drove around to see if they're around or just like drove around at boys' houses that I liked um, and to see if their cars were out front. Yeah. And they're um, this one of my really good guy friends. I also had a crush on him, obviously, because whatever. And he was at his girlfriend's house. So my friend and I would drive around and see if his car was still there. And there was, <laughs> there was this one night. I love my friend. And I'm still really good friends with her. She was like, let's drive. Let's drive by Sarah's house and see if he's there. And we drove by and she re- I was driving and she reached over me and honked the horn <gasps> no <laughs> and I was like Chuck, no and then she was like well, she, she was I I mean I knew what she was gonna do I mean at this point it was funny I mean it's terrible um but his girlfriend was kind of a bitch but um <laughs> so we it's dro- okay. she were like we drove around the block again and she was like I'm not gonna honk I'm not gonna honk and then she reached over me and honked oh, again awful <laughs> so yeah I, we've all and I think we did it one more time and um <laughs> I think her parents were like, shut up, like go home, right. fucking kids. But, um, but yeah, no, that was, that was definitely like an old pastime. Don't feel bad. Cause okay. I definitely Thank did you. it. <laughs> that helps. Well, I can take it back even further and even more low tech, uh, to the days, uh, it was uh, 1976 or 77. So I was probably 36 at the time. Uh, I was in fourth grade. <laughs> And uh, and in and, and fourth grade, Mrs. Ida was our teacher. She's a good friend of my mom. And, and she gave me a good seat at this at this four top with my best friend, uh, Wolfie Schmidt. And then across from us, uh, Christy Lundquist, who whom I think I had a crush on later. I can't remember. At some point I, I was into Christy Lundquist. But at that point. I was into the other seatmate, June Constantine, because I think she wore like a halter top one day, <laughs> and she was like starting really to. Her life. She was starting to, you know, it looked like something might have been starting happening, and uh, oh, God. So, I w- I I was obsessed with June, and she lived down the hill, sa- same street as me, 152nd Street in Bellevue, off Main. And she lived down the hill and I had at least three, possibly four or five bikes that had been passed down from my sister and brother of various beat up, um, uh, nature. And I would, I would 
take those bikes and I would ride them by her house over and over and over. Okay, and I knew so which one was me. her bedroom window because I think I saw her in it once. Um, <laughs> uh. And uh, and yeah, I probably months spent doing this. This, this was my, <laughs> I did it like it was my job. <laughs> Didn't work out. Just like with Meredith and yeah. And, yeah, she was not. It, it rarely does when you're like, yeah. hi, a little it's not thirsty. A great start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I see you left work at nine. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Speaking of that, that's that's the other story I need to tell. Um, when I was a freshman in college, I was the uh, one of the rush chairman of my frat, and uh, one of the things we did because our house would be half empty during the summer was uh, we would rent the empty rooms to girls so that there would be girls there when the Rushies would come over, you know, whether you're having a party or just having them over, there'd be girls around. And, you know, these are high school kids. They're impressed with, like, college girls. Like, yeah. ooh, look at those girls. They have girls at this house. They must not be total losers. <laughs> Little did they know, you know. It's just, just a money-making operation here. <clears throat> so... Uh, one of the girls that moved in was um, this girl named Chris, and she she lived on the same floor as me. And she was all the way in the corner, and she was real cute, and I liked her style. And uh, she never came to any events. She wasn't coming to any events, which we wanted the girls to come to the events because it helped us out. But that wasn't her bag, which made you know as you as you you know she doesn't like this lifestyle. I think she has disdain for. This whole thing, and possibly Weird. me in particular, if she knew me better, she would have even more disdain <laughs> for the process. But that made me want her. And I knew from her roommate, who my mom had been trying to set me up with for years, this girl named Karen, who was like a valedictorian and really cute and just all the right things that I just had no interest in at all. So I got the information from Karen that this this girl, Chris, worked at uh, this shoe store in Bellevue Square called Hot Feet. Um, so I, I at the time I was playing in a basketball league at the Bellevue Athletic Club. Uh, and so I'd be over on the east side like three or four times a week. And I think I saw her walk into the bus or when I was driving home, I saw her get off the bus. And so I knew which bus she took to work. And I kind of got to know her schedule because she lived on my floor. And I got, oh, yeah, she just came home. So after one of my basketball games, I just decided to drive around Bell Square until Chris came out to walk to her bus so that I could pick her up and say, oh, hey, fancy meeting you. You know, um, mm -hmm. you want to ride back to the house? And... uh <laughs> And it worked. It oh, fucking worked. Smooth. And so, yeah, so to the tune of her breaking my heart one massive time and me breaking her heart probably 2.75 medium times. So there you go. It can work out in its way. <laughs> kind of. <clears throat> oh, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> be responsible. Don't be creepy. Yeah, don't be creepy. That don't was kind of creepy. Well, yeah. I think I told her eventually. <laughs> Back then, that would have been charming. Now that would be uh, yes. grounds for a protection order. Well, yes. the cops yeah. would have said, this, this, uh, this rusted out 280Z has been pulling around 
Bellevue Square 25 straight times. Let's let's see what's going on here. Well, okay, so going along with that, the question of the week, and we had to limit it a little bit. Who have you stalked or, you know, researched in 10 words or less? <laughs> yeah, they can't be these long of stories because yeah. that's just too much for us to read yeah. next yeah, week. Yeah, come on now. We were just going to say in one or two words, but then we realized that you may not be able to, you may yeah. not be at liberty to give proper nouns. Right. Or or context might be vital. So uh, if you want to be vague in a in a short statement, that's fine. But 10 words yes. or less means we can share them without any liability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't yourself. incriminate yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Should we move to TC Recommends, Bobby? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the shameless Amazon plug of the week this week. Uh, I don't think she meant it to be this when she brought it up on our <laughs> Facebook group. But uh, listener bet posted a picture of, in response to our recent conversation about Jessica Simpson's uh, memoir. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I'm yes. assuming she had a co-author, so I'm trying to be. Oh, I I would. <laughs> you don't think she wrote a book by herself? <laughs> Bet my life on it. Uh, her her quote-unquote autobiography of sorts. Uh, Bet said, you know, whatever Jessica Simpson, however, her slippers are great. And so I found the same pair of slippers that Bet posted a picture of, and we will have an Amazon link in the show notes to those slippers. They are endorsed. They're cute. Yeah, they are cute. they are cute. They are cute. They look comfortable. Very, look very cozy. And of course, as always, you can uh, click through this link and not buy the slippers. But then if you buy something else, we get a little bit of vig from that. So uh, start with a nice uh, examination of the Jessica Simpson women's marshmallow slipper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I will also include this week for another shameless Amazon plug of the week, something Sam found while she was tidying up downstairs on the bookshelf. uh, Something I bought and mentioned a while ago and then never came back to a crossword book. Canadian bands, popular south of the border crossword puzzles. That is so specific. <laughs> make make the author's day. Yeah, exactly. Is it like, yeah, is it like influx of order? Rush. Uh, what's the one? The chick, the Chinese, the Chinese chicken. What's Brandon that one? Ladies. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're in here. They're in here. Uh, Bruce Cockburn. In a rush to meet Tom Sawyer. These are the names of the puzzles. <laughs> as long as you love Justin Bieber. Uh, what's the what's the band where the guy this is so canadian i really don't know anything about him oh the tragically hip is that the one where the guy just died not that long ago yes, or, yes. Oh, yeah yeah and there bruce is bruce cockburn is a great porn name from like the <laughs> I 70s think it's coburn <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah go ahead with it yeah uh let's see here uh uh playing with the band uh jeff healy's blind angel eyes I didn't know he was Canadian. So you got uh, Joni Mitchell drives the big yellow oh, yeah. taxi. Yeah, oh, fun. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of good, uh, and I've never done educational any of these really. Yeah. yeah, the arcade uh, fire. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Uh, you should, you just don't listen to enough Canadian radio. Cause, uh, <laughs> no, I don't, li- I don't live in Seattle or vacation on Lopez Island anymore. So I'm not. A- <laughs> we we can use Canadian money here. So yep. can you really? It's basi- yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. They don't work in like it's it's always annoying when you when when I was a kid and um, we had candy machines like in high school yeah. that they don't take Canadian quarters that was always because they would just be indiscriminately mixed in with your other change yeah right hmm. interesting uh, any other TC recommends Hillary I see you've got one yes okay so I've like fully recommended all of these before but just in these COVID nineteen times I just want to highly recommend 
like early to mid nineties, mid budget thrillers. <laughs> they're very comforting <laughs> to me because they're not like scary. They're I've seen them so many times, but they always have good scores. Anyway, so last week I watched Sneakers and it was so good. It's so good. Um, and then last night I stayed up way too late and I watched the Pelican Brief after I'd had a lot of wine. Oh, that's a good one. <sighs> it was so good. And I cried at the end again because I always cry at the end. It's really good. Um, I think it's the best Grisham interpretation. The firm is fun, but um, but this one is really good. And All the Grishams get you sucked in. Those... Oh, they're so good. Yeah, they're so rewatchable. And I could write a thesis about it because... I did not read the book, The Pelican Brief, but apparently, I guess, in the book, they are romantically involved, Grey Grantham and Darby Shaw. And now, because of, like, racism and stuff, they are just, like, close friends in the movie. However, I think it is actually better that they are friends, because I think if it was a romance and it, like, is too weirdly sexual and it doesn't need to be. Anyway, thoroughly enjoyed it. And Tucci. I mean... And it's the first time I ever saw him. It was like, I, I, he, you know, plays a vague... Middle Easterner, I guess, which is funny because, like, that. I anyway, he's very good. Everybody's good in it. John Lithgow is a slew. It's a, it's a, it's a stat cast. And then I think this afternoon because it's kind of gloomy out. It's a little bit cold. I think it's going to rain. And I just looked it up. The Fugitive is on Hulu, and yep. I'm going to Ooh. settle in on that one. We totally watched The Fugitive like two weeks ago. It's so good. It's Hillary, they, so they switched good. the test. Let me just tell you that right now, just so you're you not know- surprised by this. <laughs> Did you know that the the doctor that's like helping him? What well, there's so many like young stars, like Julianne Moore's in it, and um, the doctor, yeah, Jane- that's like his friend, yeah, Jane Lynch, which yeah. is so weird because you're like, how do I know her? You're like, oh yeah, she was on Glee. That's what? Fucking Jane Lynch yeah. right there. Her line about never bullshitting a bullshitter in the Fugitive was really telling. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot she was in that. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited to watch it. It's funny because I remember in the movie, there are certain parts of The Fugitive and there's a part in The Pelican Brief where there's jump scares and I hate jump scares. Like that's the thing that I hate the most in life, why I don't see horror movies, but I know when they are. So I have my like patented, like when Dave and I first started dating and we would go to the movie theater, I have this thing. I put my thumbs in my ears and I close my eyes like a baby and he's like what are you doing and I'm like I know there's gonna be a jump scare like I can't hear it and I, can't I do that see too it. um <laughs> yeah. anyway so I know when to do it. like I'm prepared for all of these which that is bus crash anyway, is one of the greatest action scenes of it's all so time. good mm-hmm. this is the thing I mean I guess like um what's his face Liam Neeson has sort of taken this role a little bit but his movies are dumb they don't make like smart thrillers like this that much anymore mm-hmm. which is sort of like it's like a lane that I enjoy. Like Primal Fear is another one. Mm. Um, you know, yes. I just you're right. They're always like like Fast and Furious. They're yeah, always like big budget like you know yeah. explosions and stuff. Like or like super indies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes I just want, I want some like high production, but also like well, and, and some stars, but like a good storyline. That's what I want. The thing about that action scene is, it it you know it probably took a lot of money. And it was a big shoot, and yeah. but uh, it unlike the Fast and the Furious and and all these new big budget action films, there was a lot at stake, you know. Yeah. yeah. There, you know, because now like all the action happens and, and you're just like yawning, going like, "When's it going to be over?" Because no one, it's nothing's not going to happen to anybody. No, I know. 
Yeah, I know. So that's what I desire, and that is what I'm watching, and some of the fashion. Actually, when I was watching The Primal Fear, I was like, all of this is just normcore now. Like, at the time, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess it was normcore then. People just, like, didn't have style at all, but it was it's sort of comforting. Or, like, and big, it, clunky white sneakers and of stuff. Of course, yeah. Like, yeah. mom jeans, but not in a, like, ironic way. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, like, mom jeans, like, with a tucked-in T-shirt from The Gap. And you're like, all right, that's what we're doing. Uh, that's uh, the... The, some of the white people on the wire right now yeah oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like what 2002 2003 yeah, 2004 like, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tough stuff all right enough <laughs> enough about my movie we'll have another movie podcast i'm I'll, sure but I'll, uh, I'll add another tishi recommends that i meant to put on the run sheet and didn't yet which is just following pete souza on instagram yeah that's a good one yeah it's a good one it, it's a it warms the soul to oh, see oh yeah he's great yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Remember when we had a good president? That was fun. Barely. Uh, I know. So far away. Um, okay, housekeeping. Housekeeping. I wish that my house. This is. The, I was mentioning yes. this. The brat. The brattiest yes. part of me. The the most privileged part of me is really missing my housekeeper yep. right now. I uh, do not like cleaning my house. I don't mind keeping up my house, but like dusting and all yep. that and mopping and Ugh. all that bullshit sucks. Okay, buy stuff from us. Mine is still working, by the way, but she lives here, so. Oh, oh. God. Uh, wow. You know what? Wow. I, I say no that, babies on I planes that as a and now this. But, <laughs> but honestly, I have broached this with, with her. She refuses to let us get a housekeeper. She says there's no world in which she can't just do these things herself. And I say it, it's about the time. Yes. You know, yeah. it, it's about yep. the quality of life thing. Like if, yep. and you I can, don't want to do this shit on the weekends. Right? It's, such like... an, it's such an amazingly amazing splurge to come home and have your house just clean it's smell like it's smell like pine salt oh it's my favorite indescribably great it's so worth it it doesn't even cost that much i will keep lobbying well that's uh, all of these things i will keep lobbying but uh, rory came home what i guess it was the last time coco came that's our housekeeper's name and she's wonderful he like i don't see her that much because she comes after i'm gone and then she obviously by the time i get home she's she's gone but for whatever reason i just was being oh i think i was taking her to the doctor or something i don't know anyway he saw her and he hugged her and said i like how it smells when you come here (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like me too buddy me too (laughs) and i i mopped the other day and i was like doesn't it smell like when coco comes and he was like kind of shameless plug of the week wouldn't give it to you housekeepers i know housekeeper yes Yes, exactly keep paying them keep paying them yes oh yeah 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 definitely i heard emily on the phone with our housekeeper um right when we were getting on the call and uh so i'm just glad she's doing good Good. oh my gosh okay buy stuff from us (laughs) the merch is at this show has everything.com click the shop button and then please 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 rate and review us we would love it you know my ego needs it (laughs) <laughs> all right how to get involved this show has everything.com throw your phone.com our facebook group very active as you would know uh if you're one of the 128 people that's commented on on every <laughs> last thing we're putting up there uh our show twitter is at tishi show email us tishi at 710.com send us a voicemail please we love them we would play it we will play it no matter how terrible it is <laughs> it, even if you say things like bobby you know his wife is his housekeeper and no, no babies <laughs> <on planes. clears throat> 
Uh, not by choice. <laughs> I would not have it this way. You shouldn't have said it, Bobby. You just shouldn't have said <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things you can, it can be the reality. It can be something that you think and that you know and that you're solid in. Just don't say it. Just don't say it. Okay. Um, so to punish him, fax Bobby your butt at uh, 617-354-8513. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, I've had a blast in uh, this show was everything, at least for now. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay healthy. Are you going to take me home tonight? Oh, down beside that red firelight. Are you going to let it all hang out? Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go
And in the Allentown neighborhood of Buffalo, New York, it's Bobby Vape. Hey, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Can I do that Bo- again? Bobby. <laughs> I liked it. Leave it in. Bobby. I'll do the sentence over. You just don't recognize me anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> 